Welcome to the Astrology Rocks podcast for the week of September 2nd, 2012, brought to you by Sass Astrology. I'm Michelle Suzanne, author of your weekly forecast at Astrology, and you'll also find me at starstruckastrology.org. Dear listener, I want you to know that I'm taking time out from eating my way through a box of cheddar cheese rice crackers. That is how much I love you. To take food out of my mouth to do this podcast is just a sign of my affection for you. All right, let's jump in and look at the week ahead. If you like it weird and wild, this week is for you. Because we are living with much of the same energy as last week, and there's very little to suggest that things are going to quiet down anytime soon. Not this week, and not the next week either. Rock and roll. So we begin with Wednesday, September 26th. That's when Mercury trines Jupiter. This is a feeling of of the one-track mind, you know? Normally when Mercury and Jupiter form such a harmonious aspect as this 120-degree angle, the mind easily expands and consciousness is raised quite naturally. New ideas catch on and curiosity takes you even further down the rabbit hole. There's also a flurry of social activity and travel, even if it's just a short commute. And these are all possible with Mercury in Libra trying Jupiter in Gemini. And yet, there are some notable restraints that may somewhat modify the natural exuberance of Mercury trying Jupiter. Jupiter's in a weakened state when transiting Gemini. So this means that you may feel somewhat insecure or lacking in confidence in your intellect And you may even go about overcompensating to prove to the world that you're really smart. Um, The other restraint in effect is that Mercury is conjunct Saturn, the planet of limitations. Now their conjunction will, will actually be exact next week, but the energy is building right now. So there's this sense, again, of needing to prove that your mind is keen or that your logic is sound. So on Wednesday, I would suggest if that's a a big day for you, um, if you've got a presentation or a client meeting, uh, maybe you have an audition or you're looking for an agent or publicist, perhaps you've got a lecture or workshop to deliver or facilitate, just be aware that in spite of the fact that Mercury is in balanced Libra, you may feel a bit off balance nevertheless. So in order to avoid that need to overcompensate, be wary of making claims that you can't actually verify. Um, Avoid making promises that you're unlikely to keep. And do try to be reasonable about setting deadlines and commitments. Okay. Um, Another thing to help keep you on the winning side is to understand that While Mercury and Jupiter, which are both highly mental planets, while they're in the air element, your nerves may be jittery, or you may feel scattered as your mind races from one thing to another without coming up for air. 
And this is where the close proximity of Saturn to Mercury can help you focus in and stay on target. What else? Breathe. Breathing is the physical component of air signs and astrology. Um, And also focus on the outcome you desire. And that's appropriate advice no matter what you've got to accomplish on Wednesday. Oh, finally, I would caution you about gossip. Mercury trying Jupiter can really bring out the desire to get your hands on some juicy dish. But with Saturn in the picture, it's clear that gossip will come back to bite you. So just do yourself a favor and don't participate. The thing is that both Jupiter and Saturn tend to stand in for the authority figures in your life. So in particular, if there's gossip about your boss, you really want to keep your nose clean unless you're prepared for the eventual fallout. So all in all, while a trine between Mercury and Jupiter would normally be a gift and bring out your natural smarts, Just be aware that the trine can just as easily open up a channel of communication you'd best avoid. So use your powers of discrimination to determine which conversations are worthy of your involvement and which would be best to tune out. All right. I hope I haven't killed the joy of the trine for you, but you really ought to know that even the so-called positive planetary alignments can contribute to your downfall. So don't ever buy into the notion that trines and sextiles are only good while squares and oppositions are only bad. Mm -mm. Case in point, on Thursday, September 27, Venus square Mars. Now, the square aspect is a 90 degree or right angle and is said to be challenging. And yes, indeed, A square can be challenging, but we also need to consider the planets involved. And in this case, Venus and Mars, well, they're the cosmic lovers. So no matter how they mingle their energies, um, desire and sexual chemistry heat up. And, you know, that could lead to getting a little something-something. And most people adore getting their sexual fix. So Venus square Mars maybe a very welcome dose of spice. What may not feel so great about this alignment is that while Mars represents the sexual urge, it also represents aggression. And remembering that Mars is in his home sign of Scorpio now, his energy is very, very strong. It's certainly much stronger than Venus and Leo. Okay. So two things come to my mind. Be aware that you may unwittingly play the role of sexual aggressor. Um, so just ensure that you have consent from your partners, a very clear consent. Um, Mars and Scorpio is very attuned to erotic energy and it can be really tough to turn that tap off once it's on. So you just want to check in with your partner. Um, the other thing is that the square aspect can manifest as an issue around poor timing, or maybe the timing is okay, but the partner is, eh, you know what I mean? So I'm thinking that 
Maybe the right hottie is in the picture, but you can't get together for whatever reason. Or you've got the time and the desire to get it on, but you're just underwhelmed <laughs> with the options you have for lovers. Um, that's that's the other another way that a, a square angle can can show up, or it could be much more internal. Maybe you feel some, um, sort of hung up. Um, maybe maybe you feel a bit insecure um, at this moment in time about your skills as a lover. Or it could be that a lover's quarrel is brewing. That's very classic Venus square Mars. So yeah, the square can spell a challenge that needs to be overcome. And the idea is, you know, not to just fold when you're met with challenges, but at the same time, you don't push your agenda to the point of alienating the other person. Okay. Um, my opinion is that in spite of the potential for some misunderstanding, Venus square Mars can be erotic and exciting provided trust is in place for you. And I do hope that you can enjoy the sultry connection, dear listener. Just as Venus and Mars may result in a type of climax for you, another type of climax is building as we move towards the weekend. There's a full moon happening on Saturday, and it's a real doozy. It's a full moon in Aries. Now, Aries is ruled by Mars, so again, my hope is that it just revs up your sexual appetite and keeps you going like the Energizer Bunny. Um, especially since Pluto is also playing a strong role in this full moon, and Pluto is, well, can be very sexy. Now, if you prefer your lovin' to be gentle, soft, romantic, polite, um, you just might have to sit this weekend out. Because uh, it's, it's, it's a noisy, it's a noisy full moon. And you know what? It wouldn't be nearly as remarkable if it weren't for the fact that Uranus, and that's the planet of instability and shock and awe, is right beside the moon. Okay? So we also have to consider that Aries is a very high energy, take no prisoners sign. And that's why normally we would look to Libra, which is Aries' complementary opposite on the zodiac wheel, and that's where the sun is shining. We would, we would normally look to Libra for um, a sense of diplomacy or some compromise so that we don't all get insanely drunk on the power of Aries' me-me-me-ness. However, the sun in Libra is not in a place of its greatest strength. So some of its energy is muted. And so a lot of compromise tends to go out the window. Um, we also need to factor in the additional raucous noise coming from Pluto in Capricorn. Because Pluto is getting it from the moon and Uranus squaring him from Aries, while at the same time, the sun squares Pluto from Libra. Um, you know, Pluto 
is not a planet (laughs) that yields gracefully under pressure, especially in the status conscious sign of take me to the top Capricorn. So what I'm trying to get at here is there's a lot of combustible energy going on with this full moon. And that energy is going to start building noticeably days before the weekend. You know, so someone in your world, it could be you, it could be someone else, is potentially primed for a major meltdown. And my suggestion would be, um, no matter how heated things get, avoid dishing out any ultimatums unless you really mean business. But if you're just bluffing to make a point, you may be dismayed if the other person calls your bluff because they may just bolt. Now, personally, I'm an advocate of speaking your truth and standing up for what truly matters to you. So if you're in a situation where that's required of you this weekend, then it might be quite appropriate to just have it out. Um, in fact, it may be the final battle. It, you know, For instance, if you're in a relationship or let's say an employment situation that just doesn't work for you... Um, This could be a crucial week. And I say that because this is Saturn's final week in relationship-centric Libra. So it's a bit of a last stand for those of you who may not have yet found a gracious exit out of a really bad situation. So if that's describing you, I really encourage you to do what you know you need to do because Once Saturn moves into Scorpio next week, it's going to be tougher to get rid of the deadwood in your life. That's because Saturn or Scorpio is a fixed sign and doesn't easily let go. Okay. Um, so if you do not intend to maintain a poor relationship or a crappy job for the next two and a half years of your life, then The cosmos has provided you with some (laughs) rather potent ammo to blow that bridge up real good. Um, And it's probably, yeah, it it probably would be a case of burning the bridge. Um, Just owing to the fact that this full moon is, is quite, quite wicked. And you know what? Some bridges really are for burning. Um, And they can look quite pretty and dramatic if you watch them from a distance. Um, On the other hand, you may not be into pyrotechnics, and that's cool. Um, You may be really happy with your situation. Life is good. Things are bouncing along fairly well. Um, And so it could be that you experience this Saturday's full moon like a shot of espresso, just this huge perk, you know? Um, even so it's really buzzy. It's buzzy energy. I would encourage you to work it off, work off that extra energy, which is, um, a really beneficial way to make use of strong Aries energy surges. And, um, I would also suggest no matter how smooth things may be going for you, and I hope they are, keep your wits about you and don't get pulled into, um, a crazy maker's drama. Okay. 
Now, if you are normally timid, this full moon may encourage you to do that thing that you've been afraid to do. And more power to you. On the other hand, if you are anything but timid, if you are naturally um, a leader, you enjoy taking the reins, you, you would own that you have a rather powerful personality, you may want to actively dial it down a little bit, especially over the weekend. Um, just be sensitive to the fact that you may be coming across way more strongly than you intend to. Uh, and this could just flip out some of the more sensitive people around you. How are we doing so far? <laughs> Have I freaked you out, gentle listener? Uh, I really hope not. I do, I do feel that this is a rather climactic week for better or worse. Um, so I would just urge you to remain aware of yourself and be present with whatever's showing up for you. And equally to show up for yourself, you know, and you can, you can be strong for yourself without being, um, a total despot, right? And in that regard, we do get some help from Venus and Leo and the sun and Libra because each is currently transiting the other's sign. Uh, so the sun rules the sign of Leo where Venus is. Venus rules the sign of Libra, where the sun is. And we call that a mutual reception in astrology. The point of this is your heart energy is activated. You really are enabled to stay rooted in the heart chakra. And I think that that can really help you avoid the, the pitfall of just strictly operating from your ego, which is going to point out all of the scary, scary things or all of the things that, um, make you feel like you've somehow been dissed, uh, by, by another person. Um, if you can just stay rooted in your heart, a lot of that stuff will just roll off your back. Small potatoes, Mm, potatoes. Oh, okay. Uh, what else will help you? Neptune. Neptune is in its home sign of Pisces, which means that its energy is particularly strong, even though Neptune is retrograde. And Neptune is the planet that represents compassion and unconditional love. So call upon Neptune if you need some inspiration or you need to dig deep to find some common ground between you and someone who may be really, really pressing your buttons. Okay. Finally, I leave you with some really good news. If you are Libra, Saturn is leaving your sign next week. And we're going to discuss this in detail on the next podcast. But just know that if you have felt held back, if you've been tired and cranky for the past two and a half years, or you've been working, working yourself to the bone, just realize that you're going to start lightening up very, very soon. Um, hopefully Libra, you've learned some lessons that were really necessary in order for you to embark on the next leg of your journey. But if it's been a rough ride, Saturn will not be back on your doorstep for nearly three decades. 
pretty cool, right? Uh, Scorpio, you're next on Saturn's list. (laughs) So really, you in particular, try so hard not to blow the world up this week because you, more than most, are going to feel the smackdown from Saturn when he moves into your sign. But that's another podcast. Um, We have to get through this week. If you would like to offer any feedback on this Astrology Rocks podcast, then I invite you to do so on iTunes. And I leave you with the hope that whatever pops up on your radar this week, it it's for your highest good. And if you would like some astrological coaching, I'm very happy to be of service. My sessions are 20% off for one more week. I am Michelle Suzanne. You will find me at starstruckastrology.org as well as sastrology.com. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Bye-bye.